Welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Junie, and thanks for tuning in. As always, just as a disclaimer, these are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. Thanks. Alright, uh, today is November 3rd, at least the recording of this podcast. Um, when you're hearing this, it's probably going to be November 4th if you're hearing on the first day out. Uh, but we are still, in fact, in earnings season. So I'm just going to go ahead and list off the names of the companies that um, you know stick out to me in this earnings whispers chart, uh, just for your uh, hearing pleasure. So let's just dive straight into it. Earnings this week, um, Monday before open, uh, you have Under Armour, Cisco, and Sprint. After close on Monday, you got Uber, Shake Shack, Chegg, and Ring Central. Moving straight along, before open on Tuesday, we have Chesapeake Energy, and after close on Tuesday, we have Match and Kratos Defense. On Wednesday, before open, we have CVS Health and Wendy's. After close on Wednesday, we have Roku, Square, Baidu, Qualcomm, and Fitbit. Before open on Thursday, we have AMC and Plug Power. After close on Thursday, we have Walt Disney, The Trade Desk, Activision, Planet Fitness, and Fastly, as well as Dropbox and Turtle Beach. And Friday, before open, we have Revlon. So this is just a reminder that earnings can go any direction. Make sure that you're only risking money that you can afford to lose. Um, You absolutely do not want to ruin your life with uh, margin. We'll get into this uh, very short story just in a bit. But earnings are, uh, you know, very binary. Uh, You will either win a lot or lose a lot um, because, you know, granted that you haven't been trading for a long time. If you do make it big, there's a strong possibility that you th- you will think it will go up higher and you will proceed to possibly lose all your gains. Or, you know, you take a massive loss because you were just wrong in the direction or magnitude. So, um, again, uh, earnings are very volatile, uh, very dangerous for new traders. Make sure that you know what you're doing, have a max loss ready, or, you know, I assume that maybe if you enter earnings trade, your max loss is the amount that you put in um, because you don't want to be doing any undefined risk plays with uh, earnings. It's just not worth it. So uh, good luck this week on earnings if any of you guys are playing it. I know a few guys, you a few guys, a few of you guys do. um, But yeah, good luck. So I haven't (laughs) I haven't done this segment in a pretty long time. And it's it's the segment where I talk about you know someone yellowing a position or uh, anything of that sort, and I usually do it at the end of the episode or the podcast episode, and I'd rather just do it and get it out of the way now because it's just so relevant to what I just said. Um, you know, g- <laughs> g- <laughs> All right, I just had to like calm myself down a little bit. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, so for real this time, uh, sorry. It's just like it like almost hurts me um, talking about it. But there's this user named Control the Narrative. He went viral on Wall Street Bets the other day, um, and he played Apple's earnings. Um, so. 
he got into this situation where you know he bought stock um, to basically trick the system to thinking he has actual equity um, buying that stock with margin and then continuing to sell um, very deep in the money calls which you know gives you credit um, and using that credit um, to purchase Apple contracts now he would do this loop over and over again and basically trick the system into thinking uh, he had you know an actual like 55k um, in his portfolio when in reality he only has 2k but he just received credit over and over again doing this like recursive loop on um, you know uh, margin so uh, he recorded himself on YouTube um, going through his app in his car I believe I'm pretty sure he's in his car and you know Apple blew through earnings they they did amazing and he bought puts so <laughs> very relevant to today's episode but he bought puts he bought like I it looks like 360 contracts um, of puts and they all just basically he just basically just let them all expire so at the time of the recording of the video, um, he was actually up seven grand on the contract. So his value um, of his, you know, Apple portfolio was fifty-seven grand, and that includes the margin. Um, and there's recent um, comments on the thread also talking about how he was up around twenty grand at one point. So that is amazing, right? So you're probably thinking like, why would he not pull out, dude? You were up twenty grand. You gained the system. Like, just get out. But this is what I'm talking about. If you're, you know, very new uh, to options, or if you're, if you, you know, just don't have the right mindset, you're going to let winners run to the ground. So he held on to this 57 uh, grand in margin, and uh, he went into uh, the bell the next day, recording himself with a screen share on his Robinhood app, and you just see his money evaporate. <laughs> and there's just this very funny moment in the video. Where he goes, guh. which which is super funny because I feel like literally everyone has gone through that moment where you know you just made a bad options play and you just like wake up and you want to just like get rid of the contract you don't want to see it like you just regret it so much and you get you get that you get to your screen and you just you just it's so good it's just so relatable it's just good. <laughs> so good this guy is a legend um but not in a good sense um i would i would never um praise this dude um this guy is very irresponsible you guys should never do anything like this not even for clout it's really not worth it um this guy is in like fifty seven thousand dollars in debt and that's that's college right there uh this 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 poor um boy or man it's really hard to tell the, the dude looks the dude looks good the dude looks kind of big um but uh <laughs> yeah he uh, all right we're just done here we're done here uh that's 57 grand down the toilet um and he recorded himself doing it that requires so much um so much um you know energy so much so many vibrations to be able to pull off something like this to record yourself losing that much money um, but yeah I'll go ahead and link the video um, in the description 
of this podcast, <laughs> which is pretty cool because I always hear Guy Raz of NPR saying that, and I'm about to do that. So I'll link this in the description below. Thank you. Real quick before we move along, uh, I just want to make a quick correction. Control the narrative. Uh, he bought 102 spreads, um, meaning he bought 102 contracts and sold 102 contracts. Um, and then proceeded to also buy 154 naked put contracts. So um, really, he bought maybe 256 contracts uh, instead of the 360 I reported. Um, but yeah, it's still a lot. Um, still very, very irresponsible, uh, but just wanted to go and correct that. Thanks. All right, thetagang.com slash trades is where you can view my winning and losing trades that are currently open and closed. Um, I want to go and talk about the ones that are open and losing because I feel like talking about your winners creates this like guru mentality. And, you know, some people like that, but I'm, I'm, I'm not about that. I'd rather talk about my losers and, you know, talk about, you know, what I'm learning and how I could improve and get better. Um, so my Netflix position I sold call credit spreads about a week ago and um, you know a call credit spread is a trading strategy for options where you don't want the price to go past a certain range upwards and so Netflix at the time I sold it has only gone upwards one of the spreads is currently sitting at max loss and the other one is very much in the middle um, so what I've been doing uh, to you know uh, get this bad position into an okay position is I've been selling um, you know puts um, on these positions so that you know as Netflix stays flat or stays going up um, that I can continue receiving credit for holding on to this position I feel like any any amount of you know credit or money I get back um, is good is better than a max loss so what I'm doing is aggressively reducing my break even as I get closer to the expiration date of these options and we'll go and see how that plays out um, for the rest of the week. Talking very briefly about Peloton, um, I sold the call credit spread again just like the Netflix one about a week ago and um, Peloton has been trading relatively flat um, in terms of you know Peloton <laughs> because you know it's been on a recent downtrend. However, uh, IV has been creeping up and up and up because it just totally did not cross my mind of I should be on the lookout for Peloton earnings because as you guys know, as you guys have listened and learned from me before, IV creeps up as earnings gets closer. So, you know, I sold call credit spreads, um, which doesn't want a stock to go up past a certain point um, for, you know, basically... Uh, an expiration that includes earnings within it so I'm indirectly or very much directly doing an earnings play now because I'm holding on to this position as earnings come by um, but you know because I sold or I wrote a call credit spread which is a theta gang strategy um, because I sold it and I received my credit already this these options that I sold are getting more and more expensive um, because IV is creeping up and I have to buy it back theoretically for a higher price because IV is creeping up and so this was just a very bad misalignment of you know um, just expirations and earnings dates for me because I wasn't uh, cognizant or I wasn't aware I was lazy um, but I wasn't quite looking however 
and this is my saving grace here, I have mentioned multiple times in the past, if you make sure that your max loss given in any trade scenario is something that you're comfortable with, you will be okay. For example, if this Pel if Peloton kills it on earnings, um, which is Tuesday before the bell, uh, November 5th, uh, I actually didn't mention that uh, earlier on the earnings um, you know, announcements because I didn't see it on the earnings whisper list. But Peloton earnings are on Tuesday, November 5th. If Peloton kills it, um, and you know my call credit spread, I'm gonna be you know buying back at a max loss. It's all right because I'm not gonna go. Because honestly, the amount of max loss for that particular trade or any of my particular trades are you know max losses. I'm absolutely comfortable missing with. All right, and lastly, I want to talk very briefly about Beyond Meat. I believe we finally reached the end game for Beyond. Uh, so the earnings call is over as well as the lockup expiration. So that means company shareholders or investors are now allowed to exit their stocks um, that you know that they were granted as they were working in the company as the company was young. Um, and so you know, it's it's one thing to buy puts because you know that the stock will head lower, but that is low key. It's kind of scary because you know. Any sort of McDonald's news or any of these pump articles are going to ruin your position. So what I suggest instead is selling call credit spreads. However, you want to do it strategically, maybe a longer dated one for your entry. And then, you know, you want to be selling um, call credit spreads on every pop. Um, but at least that's what I'm going to be doing. You can do whatever the hell you want. But buying puts, just be aware. You're going to be seeing a lot of talk about people buying puts on this company. Um, just make sure that you understand the risk that, you know, there's a lot of people underwriting the stock and underwriting being, being uh, like banks, right? So banks are investing in the stock. So what are banks going to do? They want the stock to go higher. They're going to write articles. They're going to hire people to write marketing, uh, like, you know, articles about them. And so make sure that, you know, if you're trading beyond, be aware that, you know, puts might not be such a great play because it's, you know, it puts you up to too much exposure um, to any of the external factors like underwriters. Icing on the cake here is I did a little bit of due diligence for you guys. Um, implied volatility peaks on November 15th expiration for Beyond Meat at around 70%. And it bottoms at the December 13th expiration at 40 percent so if you wanted to buy puts if you absolutely wanted to buy puts do it for december 13th um and if you wanted to sell options and you might want to do it uh for the november 15th expiration um but you know to each their own if you decide to do either again remember you always expect max loss or for any do do dally of um do we dally of any of the underwriting and articles going out All right, thetagang.com updates, uh, notifications of you know when people add trades or when people comment back on a thread that you posted um, are coming soon, as well as a new UI. Um, there's a lot of new people on to the, on the website now. There's a lot of people on the website now, um, so it's we definitely need a better UI so that you guys can digest and you know um, yeah, you know put out 
as much information uh, reliably and effectively um, because it, it is kind of a pain uh, to scroll down and you know it does all start looking the same at a certain point so I'm gonna give you guys tools and abilities to look at uh, trade ideas uh, a lot better so new UI very much on the way as well as notifications speaking of UI updates some of them have already been done I'll probably roll a few out um, today uh, so you as you hear this as you go to thetagang.com you can see a few of the changes um, I'm trying to roll it out slowly and slowly and slowly uh, because I don't want you guys to get lost if I did the absolute revamp of the UI all in one go rather you know get feedback as we go um, but also one of the features that are new and rolling out with this first UI uh, say like patch is this scrolling ticker at the top of the website everyone will be able to see messages written to that ticker if you want your message written on that ticker go ahead and go to patreon.com slash and you can go ahead and um, you know send me whatever message you want written there it will get approved and if it's approved everyone that visits thetagang.com will be able to see that message super cool um, you know I feel like JavaScript and you know just CSS in general has come a long way there's a lot of things cool things you can do now I want to start taking advantage of that while thetagang.com is relatively small we're at like 440 people now which is a you know a lot considering it started from you know just one or like me <laughs> but you know um, it's better to do you know adventurous daring things when the user base is small and I feel like it's a it's a good community we have going on. So again, go ahead and go to patreon.com slash thetagang if you want your message to be read by literally everyone on the website. It's kind of fun, kind of dorky, uh, but I'm a fan. Uh, so go ahead and check it out. Thanks. Alrighty, it's not like it's 18 minutes into the episode or anything. Um, today's episode is about buying naked puts, and it's very much just the opposite of buying naked calls, which was the last episode. Um, if you haven't checked out the last episode, I highly suggest you do it because I make a lot of really, really cool points in that episode um, in a very casual format. You know, if you if, if this is your first time listening, uh, I'm a big proponent on, uh, you know, not using big financial words uh, to, you know, mask my uh, unknowing of the stock market or options in general. I'll never, you know, uh, tout Greeks at you, though there will be maybe a series in the future about Greeks. Um, but yeah, uh, if you haven't checked the last episode, do it. Um, it's, it would be very helpful, um, though this one is going to be very much... Uh, you know, pretty similar, though there might be some points missing from the last episode that are crucial to your understanding of this mini-series that I'm going to be going through with uh, different option strategies. Alright, let's talk about naked puts. Um, puts are a type of contract that, you know, is basically a bet that you think that stock is going to go down. If Apple is trading at, say, $100 flat, I would buy a $90 put thinking that Apple at some time before the expiration of that said contract um, is going to reach $90 or less. So, you know, Apple goes down, um, you know, to $80. I'm very much in the green because, you know, I took a bet in the direction and magnitude um, by buying a naked put for 
the $90 strike price, but Apple bottomed through 90, went to 80. So I captured that, say, difference. Let me give you a quick spiel on why uh, buying naked contracts in general, whether if you think the price could go up with naked calls or down with naked puts, is generally a bad idea for new beginners. Is because, let's take for example, Apple is trading $100 uh, and you buy the $90 put. Um, by expiration, what happens if Apple trades at 92? Apple went down. Apple went down actually like quite a bit, right? Um, but you know, you're out of all of your money that you use to buy that naked put because Apple traded to 92 and not past 90. So it's it's a very alluring contract type by just buying naked calls or puts because it's so simple that you don't have to worry about any other factors like maybe selling a further out the money put or a further out the money call to make it a spread. Again, another topic that we'll go and talk about in a later episode. But, you know, going back to that same example, what if Apple tr stayed at 100? You know, Apple trades flat. You know, any, any stock can trade flat. Any stock can, you know, move just a little bit. And so buying naked you know, puts or calls puts you at risk for losing if the trade also goes flat. So, you know, Apple going down to 92 is an issue with magnitude. It didn't go far enough. Apple trading flat is another, you know, scenario where, you know, it, it stocks can go up and down all they want in a certain time range. And, you know, over a course of time, it'll look pretty flat, which is another issue about, uh, magnitude but now we're creeping into the issue of direction right like you didn't guess that the direction would be flat so you know you guessed that it would go down it quite didn't go down and it didn't go down enough um, then you get into the example of what happened to uh, you know control the narrative and he guessed that Apple would go down right he bought those naked puts thinking Apple would in fact go down though Apple went up and so you're super wrong in this case right your options are literally worthless because it's it's heading into the wrong direction it's a binary event you know you get IV crush because implied volatility is much lower after earnings because everything is said and done all the numbers are out so you know buying naked anything uh, <laughs> buying naked calls or puts um, is really just not a good idea, um, especially if you don't quite know what you're doing. Um, so that's why it tries. You know, that's that's my spiel to convince you not to do it. Though, if you're just starting out, if you absolutely feel like you must buy calls because you know that this company is gonna go up, I hope that your loss is small and you know small enough but also big enough to convince you never to do it again because I never want anyone to blow up on like their first trade or their second trade it's just not a good feeling right like this is a pretty fun hobby to do and you know just making sure that uh, you can trade the next day and that you know you're having fun with it uh, you know not trying to get rich quick is a very very good mantra to have when you're selling options and so you know it it saves you from a lot of these bad days that you know other people are blowing up on on reddit so i mean without getting too technical i think that about wraps it up um so you know buying naked anything and you know just to keep in the context of the episode the reason why you probably don't want to uh say buy a naked put is because you have to guess the correct magnitude you have to guess 
the correct direction and you have to have IV not be or implied volatility not be too high because you're paying for this like expected move um, you know value that's been you know intrinsically added on top um, so it, it doesn't work out uh, unless if you absolutely know what you're doing or if you're you know calculating like okay I'll do this many uh, you know naked call strategies or naked put strategies because volatility is low on these expirations or any any of that sort like if you don't do any future planning with your total portfolio you're going to mess up uh, trading naked options if you do have a plan like you know there they do succeed like 30% of the time if you have some sort of strategy where you know you plan and I mean actually plan on winning you know like 3x on you know every three trades then maybe you know you you play enough times you will hit a big one uh, while maining a float um, but a lot of people don't do this they quite frankly go all in uh, a lot of the time and they blow up their account so really put it on yourself to take the responsibility to know what type of trader you are or what type of person you are and you know just just be just be cognizant of <laughs> what you're what you're trying to do here Lastly, uh, for the traders that understand, uh, you know, why you want to buy naked positions, um, you know, there are alternatives to whenever you think a stock will go down that are more favorable. And, you know, these are definitely episodes in the future, in the very near future. Uh, instead of buying a put, you can very much sell a, a call, you know, so that, you know, say for the Apple example, you think Apple will go down. Now you don't know how much Apple will go down, but you just know deep in your gut Apple will go down. So why don't you sell the 105 call, right? So if the stock trades flat, well, it's below 105, so you're good, so you keep the money. If the trade goes south, well, you keep the money, obviously, because it's nowhere near 105. And even if the stock goes slightly up, it's still below 105, so you're great. Um, but you're also wondering like, you know this this type of trade sounds so good like why would you ever why like why wouldn't everyone want to do this the point the the matter of fact is that's what the big huge banks are doing right like when you buy a call where who do you think you're buying it from you're not literally buying it from me you're buying it from maybe say someone uh, that holds like millions of these contracts that they're selling to you for a premium here and there but um, you know it's better to be the seller in uh, the majority of the cases and my trading history proves that um, now it's just a matter of managing those you know risky scenarios where you're selling this 105 Apple call what if Apple shoots up to 300 then you're super super deep in the red right like it's like that's dangerous amounts of red but you can manage those risky scenarios by buying a further out the money call which is a call credit spread but that is a episode for the future. So if you're interested in that stuff, um, please stay tuned. I'll go ahead and get much more in depth about that um, in a later episode. Thank you. So that about wraps it up for today's episode. Uh, I just want to give an extended shout out to Mr. IV, Mr. John Pitchko, and Mr. What's Up Doc for supporting me on Patreon.com slash ThetaGang. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at RealThetaGang and email me at juni at thetagang.com. There are several uh, different Patreon perks now, including the stock ticker with a custom message that you can send and sick flares and real-time trailers at Patreon. And 
lastly, 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 Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks and signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. Thank you guys for listening and peace.